You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes. Hey Queens, this is Trina B with Girl Let's Talk Atlanta. Today I have a special guest joining me, Miss Adriana LaFay. Hey Adriana, how are hey, you? Hey, I am excellent. How are you? I'm doing well. Good. So can you tell everyone a little bit about who you are and what you do? Definitely. So I am an author. Uh, my name is Teria Taylor, but my readers actually know me as Adriana LaFay. Okay. <laughs> Been writing for wow over 20 years now mm -hmm. and I finally decided to publish my own book last I finished it in 2017 but I decided to publish it this year okay so what made you finally after 20 years of writing right. finally say okay I want to put a book out um so it's always been my goal to get my book out but fear actually kept me from pursuing it mm -hmm. and this year um god just placed it on my heart you know i can't push you forward if you don't take that first step right so that's what i did i took the first step and i've been moving ever since okay so can you elaborate a little bit on those fears that you had definitely so fear for me is what we're doing now yeah, yeah. <laughs> um being out uh just being seen, you know, I'm so used to being in the background, being the the one that's seen but not heard, and just knowing that I once I publish my book, that's going to change, so the fear from that really just kind of stifled me for a long time, and then, like I said, it's just this year, he was like, I have so much for you, but I can't do it if you don't take that first step. Exactly, exactly. So, um... You say stepping, kind of stepping into the light. <laughs> so what was like, what was the event that made you kind of just step into the light and just push you and say, okay, I got to do this? Mom, the book that actually, I'm sorry, the event that pushed me forward, I'd say was my book launch. Okay. Because that was, it's actually here. I have the book in my hands. Mm -hmm. Everybody is seeing me. You know, this is it. Mm -hmm. And that was terrifying yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was also exciting as well because you know this is actually something that I created mm -hmm. and it was it went better than what I expected so yeah that would I would say that would be the event that kind of pushed me out forward definitely okay <laughs> awesome so what is the title of the book the book is called Trials and Tribulations. Okay. And it follows, um, it's about Danita. She's the main character. And she's in an abusive relationship. And unfortunately, she gets sexually assaulted. And a baby results from that. And basically from there, the story goes on to how she lives her life after that. And how it's, it has affected her children. And um, 
you know, there's some twists and turns and things that you wouldn't expect. But yeah, basically trying to cover something that happens so much nowadays, unfortunately, to everyone. Someone to say that they know someone who's experienced either physical abuse, mental abuse, or sexual assault. So just trying to bring that to the forefront. Okay, awesome. So is this is nonfiction or fiction? Oh, it is. It's not. No, it's fiction. It's okay. definitely fiction. Um, but again, you know, a lot of women do experience it as well. So I'm pretty sure someone will be able to relate to it. Okay. Okay. Awesome. So since your book has launched, have you did any uh, speaking engagements or anything um, regarding the book? I did do a speaking engagement with Lily May. Okay. Um, I did uh, one of her speaking events. Her teleconference. Okay. This was in September, October. Mm-hmm. And that was, again, terrifying. Right. I was just about to say, how was that experience? That was very terrifying. Um, even though it was over the phone, mm-hmm. still, it's out of my comfort zone. Yeah. You know, so once I got that out, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, kind of get my feet wet. Right, right. So definitely it was fun. Yeah. But it was it was terrifying. Yeah, because you know, <laughs> once you start doing something outside of your comfort zone, the more and more you do it, the more and more you get comfortable exactly. with it. Exactly. So that's always amazing, and I always you know inspire people to kind of get out of their comfort mm-hmm. zone um, because we do not get anywhere from staying in exactly. our comfort zones at all. Exactly. <laughs> awesome. So for someone who is looking to write a book or wants to write a book, do you think that they need to spend a lot of time? Because you did 20 years before you actually wrote the book. Mm-hmm. So do you think that that amount of time is necessary? or No. Okay. no. Um, and that's what I try to tell people who say that they want to write a book. I ask them first, what's stopping you? Mm-hmm. You know, so a lot of people say, I'm, even someone yesterday was like, oh, you know, I want to write a book so bad. Okay, well, what's stopping you? Mm-hmm. You know, if that's your passion, mm-hmm. don't let anything get in your way. And right. unfortunately for me, I let fear hold me back for so long. But, you know, don't don't let anything stop you. If that's your passion, there, there's no reason for it to take 20 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Okay, so are there any other books that you're working on? Definitely. Of course, I'm working on a follow-up to Trials and Tribulations. Okay. So uh, that should be, the plan is for that to come out in 2020. Mm-hmm. I've also started um, several other ones, um, two other ones. One is a biography. Okay. Um, it'll be more so of my grandma, my grandmother, mm-hmm. her life. Mm-hmm. Extraordinary, extraordinary life that she's lived and the trust that she's had in God to get her through a lot of exactly. things she's experienced. So, exactly. Yes, I'm excited about those. Okay, okay, awesome. So, um, the books, Trials and Tribulations, mm-hmm. okay, now, and you said that it talks about, you know, a woman um, dealing with different things in her life mm-hmm. or whatnot, so um, is there something that you can relate to, you know, as the author of the book that you've experienced that kind of made you say, okay, I need to put this out, you know, some of your kind of, like, personal things, um, it kind of got you to, to go for it, yeah. right, so, of course, you know, we all have our own trials and tribulations, just living life. The thing that made me really um, want to pursue this particular topic was because I've heard so many stories from friends and family who've experienced that. You know, my mother was actually um, physically abused by my father, 
and then so was my sister. So unfortunately, it was in you know generational curse, you know, if you will say. Um, and then with the sexual assault, unfortunately, it just it happens all the time. And um, with me, that it unfortunately happened in my ninth grade year in high school. Um, so yeah, like I said, the fact that we either know someone or have experienced it. So I felt like that was definitely a need to get it out and bring light to it and see how other people deal with it. Not saying that that's the right way, not saying that how you're dealing with it is the wrong way or whatever, but just to show how someone else is dealing with it. Okay. So how do you think your book will help someone who is actually going through, um, this situation or actually trying to heal from, you know, this space? Great question. I feel like trials and tribulations would help someone who's experiencing that by seeing that you can't make it. You know, a lot of times when when women or even men, you know, experience it as well, right. um, when they experience it, it causes you to shut down. It causes you to go into a depression and to see that, okay, this happened to her, but she still persevered and she still made it and she still finds love after the fact of being violated, you know, in the worst possible way, it's, it's hope, you know, it should give someone hope to see that, okay, I can make it, I can get through this, and it's not going to be easy, but I can do it. Okay, okay, awesome, I definitely love that, and think that, you know, anytime that we're doing something to add, you know, to the, the positivity, to get somebody to heal uh, right. to move forward from you know their past lives and everything and that's always a good thing because a lot of times people don't you know for those who don't even read you know and they just stuck in that place it's right. a very hard place to get out of if you're not trying to find a positive outlook or a positive outlet for it so I definitely so think that that's great so, um, so with the book um, I know so I know a lot of authors they, they do like workshops they do like seminars and things like that have you thought of doing something like that for the book since it's such a powerful subject um, I actually have not thought about doing workshops. That's a great idea. <laughs> um, seminars, I'm right now involved in um, a lot of other seminars. Okay. But that's an awesome idea as well. I've not thought about um, pursuing that. And I know I have considered, you know, pursuing helping other people, other authors get their books out there by being like a mentor or what have you, or even a coach. But um, that's something to think about, actually. Okay. okay. And then speaking of mentors and coach, since writing the book, have you had like a great response of, you know, women and individuals who are seeking mentorship and seeking someone to kind of coach them and help them get through um, this traumatic um, um, I've had a few. I've had quite a few um, people reach out. Um, more so, not authors, but people who have experienced right, it. Right, And saying, you know, this was me, almost like the Me Too, you know? Yeah, this was yeah, Me Too. Yeah. And I appreciate this, and it's just, it was eye-opening, and it was very helpful. So, yeah, it's that's... 
that's a, a great feeling. Yeah, <laughs> to yeah. And see, you never know, like anything that you put out, what the reaction is going to exactly. be, and how people may feel about that. So you never, you know, thought that you would be like a right. mentor and mentoring people and things like that. But that, I guess, that kind of comes with it. It's like, okay, and now I have to be prepared for this. So that's why stepping outside of your comfort zone exactly. and getting into a different arena and putting things out, and when you get there, things become to you know come towards you, and it's right. like, okay, oh my god, I gotta get back outside right. my comfort zone because I don't know. It's constant. You're yeah, right. You exactly. are constantly getting out of here. But I'm excited. Exactly, because it's like once you step out, that's mm-hmm. it. You out. Exactly. <laughs> you ain't no going back in. You can't come back in. And I've learned that myself. I went outside of my comfort zone and tried to go back in hibernating and it's like the people's like where are you what are right. you doing <laughs> so it's like okay now I gotta build my confidence you know and everything else back up to kind of get back out there and continue to inspire and exactly. motivate um so is there anything that you would like for our audience to know um about the book where can you purchase the book is it on audio um I am definitely working to get an audio book okay out. that is my next step it is now available through my website, um, www.officialadrianalafay.com. Okay. It's also available on Amazon.com. Um, the thing about it, though, with trials and tribulations, it's not spelled as normal. Right. And I'm I was looking normal. at that. I was like, because <laughs> I, I, I call myself trying to do some research, and I'm putting in stuff, and I'm like, hold on, let me go back to her page, because I don't think I'm spelling it right. What's going on? No, it is trials with the Y. Okay. And yep. trial and tribulations with the why. Okay. Yes. And what and makes that's you? Because that's your why. You yeah. know, you okay. have to find your why. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was that was perfect. So the sequel, Trials and Tribulations Two, is going to have a little bit of different feel with that why. Okay. So be on the lookout for that. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So um, trials and tribulations. Okay, so <laughs> I had to find myself again. Um, okay, so books. So is there anything else that you wanted to share with our audience about you? Because um, I know like a lot of times when people listen to podcasts and they listen to people who kind of came from a different place and they're at a different space now, it's like, okay, you know, the audience, and <laughs> they want to know a little more. Um, so what were you doing before you became an author? Um, I actually still work a full-time job right now. Okay. Uh, so currently, I am a, am a chat technical supervisor. I mean, at, um, <laughs> advisor. So okay. I do tech support chat, okay. basically, is what okay. that is. And um, before that, I worked at Home Depot for almost 10 years. Okay. Uh, doing technical support and customer service with that. Um, so... For my upcoming 2020 is extremely excited. Yes, I'm so I'm so excited for. I'm just ready to see everybody win because I know we all got a lot of things that we have going on. So I'm ready to see all the wins. Me too. I can't wait to see the video. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Awesome. With uh, with 2020, um, I'll be a co-author in Lily May's um, book coming up in January. The ambitious Uh, urban festival book fair 
Okay. In Houston in October, okay, so I'm awesome. extremely excited. Yes. <laughs> when I was looking over your um, your social media, I saw that you were at the the Glambitious yes. event that was at the um, it was like an aviation mm-hmm. center almost. So I was like, I was there, and I don't even remember seeing her. I was sitting like in the front row, so I was like, okay. <laughs> but that was like my first time actually coming to one of Lily's events. Me too. Um, her, um, I have a. We have like a mutual friend mm-hmm. um, that kind of connected us together. So that was my first time coming. I was like, okay, awesome. And yeah. then when I looked on your page, I was like, oh, she was there. <laughs> you know, you never know who you right. run across. And exactly. you never get an opportunity to speak with or anything. Exactly. So that's that was awesome. So much fun. Yeah, that was. That was awesome. I loved it. I love that location as I well. I did too. I loved it so much just yes. by touring before yes. everything started. Yes. That was just amazing. And I'm big on arts and culture and stuff like that. So that was like, like, wow, okay. I'm like, I might have to come up here. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Okay. So um you said so how was the transition? Um, and not really, a, I guess it wasn't like a major transition to you becoming an author and kind of delegating time from your job. Um, I don't know if you have kids, are you married, to kind of delegate time to actually write the book. Um, well, since the book is already done, um, it's more or less, like you said, with the, the upcoming books. Um, the time, honestly, it, it is difficult to find the time working a full-time job, but because my children are older, I have two boys. They are, well, young men. <laughs> okay. They are 20 and almost 19. And yes, I am married, been married uh, 22 years okay. this November. So, awesome. you know, because they are older, yeah. that, that makes it a whole lot easier. Right. They're self-sufficient. You right. know, they work, they, they have their own lives. Um, so once I get off work from my full-time job, technically I go back to work. <laughs> and, right, exactly. For me, yeah. <laughs> this time, yeah. you know, yeah. so... Making that time, and then by that by the time that I'm done with everything, normally everyone is home, and then that's when we can have our family time or whatever. So, you know, with our schedules, it actually works out really well. Okay, awesome. So, did you actually make like a schedule or a timeline, or you kind of just went with the flow? Because <laughs> you know, a lot I of times to. we we go with the flow, and the flow, and the flow just all yeah. <laughs> yes. At first, I tried to okay. Well, you know, let me just work it in there, and then right. I found that it wasn't working right, in there. Right. Right. Yep. <laughs> So, yes, I had to come up with a schedule. So, and then, like I said, it works really well for the time frame that we have. So, yes, definitely. Okay, awesome. So, what are three things that you would advise a new author um, who wants to write a book but is juggling a job, also has a family, and I know you did talk about scheduling. Um, so, what are three things that you would say is a must um, that you do in order to be able to have that time um, and, you know, that, that thought process as well to write a book? Well, I think it depends on the, the writer. Mm-hmm. If they are looking to actually do this as a hobby, then, of course, it doesn't take a time frame to set aside or anything like that. But if you're looking to actually publish or self-publish, you know, get out there, then you definitely need to find out what works best for your family and um, come up with a 
come up with a schedule. You know, sometimes uh, you have the stay-at-home mom that wants to be a be a uh, author. Well, some kids have to take a nap at some point. Exactly. <laughs> so, and if they don't take naps, it's time to exactly, make them start. Exactly. <laughs> so that could be your downtime to yeah. you know for yourself. Yeah. Um, also, really, and so that would be two. The first is decide whether or not it's a hobby or you know you actually want to pursue it too. Then you have to come up with that schedule time. And even at that, you really need to just make time for yourself anyway. You know, I don't think we do that enough. So always make time for yourself. And then third, um, reach out to a professional. You know, don't feel like you have to try to figure it all out by yourself. Even if the income or your financials are not there right at it first there are a lot of authors and writers who are out there that are willing to help you know even for a nominal fee or what have you and that's that's fear because a lot of people they don't go anywhere because they are afraid or they either got rejected by somebody and that just kind of threw away their whole dream Um, and that's why you know what we do is important because we always want to inspire people to always move uh, for you know, mm-hmm. even if they have been rejected, you can always go for exactly. no matter what. So always reach out exactly. <laughs> if you need help. Out there help. Yeah, there's a lot of people out there with their hands open. They waiting on people to exactly. come, you know, and come and approach them, you know, to ask for help. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's awesome. Let me check. Okay, we 19 minutes in. <laughs> okay, so that is awesome. Um, so. About the title of the book, now how did you create the title? Was it like after you wrote the book you created the title or did you do the title before you wrote the book? Uh, the title has always been Trials and Tribulations. Mm-hmm. And at first it was Trials and Tribulations the way it was normally spelled. Right, right. <laughs> um, but the way I had the vision for my cover... Unfortunately, it didn't really work out this first time around. So that's why I said the second time around, it's going to be great. But I love the way the cover turned out the first time. Um, but with the why, I just felt like it was different. You know, the the why is so different for other people. Everybody has a different why they're doing things. So I felt like that was just metamorphic, you know. Um, so, yeah. The, the title has always been Trials and Tribulations. It's just later on I decided to make the change the I from, right. to a Y. Okay. <laughs> okay. So what is your writing process like? Do you, like, like how do you get in the mood to write? <laughs> At the most inopportune time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, so after I'm off from work, when I'm doing my second job, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it doesn't matter how much I sit down to try to write. It does not flow. But nine times out of ten, when it's time for me to go to bed or when I'm asleep, <laughs> that's when I get a lot of, you know, thought process. And so I have to jump up and write it down so I don't right. forget. Um, and then even when I'm driving and, you know, you have that alone time to yourself. And I try, sometimes I try to listen to music so I can block out everything. But then when I'm not listening to music, that's when I find I get the most ideas. And I'm right. like, I'm driving. Right. I can't break it up right now. So what I do is, like, any time that I'm driving and I have, like, some idea or something that I want to do, I just click out my phone and I record myself. I just talk. Yeah. Okay. Um, because one thing about it is if we practice what we are, you know, thinking or whatever, um, we get it out. You know, you can always listen to it later. But for me, I like to, because I'm not good with speech, y'all. I'm like, my family is half Alabama and half, like, 
country, you know. So I slur a lot of my words. So when I do that, it also helps me be able to speak clearer okay. um, as well. But it also helps me with my thought processes as well. Okay, nice. <laughs> so anytime, yeah. So anytime, and you know, you have an iPhone. No. Okay, so I mean, so if you have an Android, do you can you talk to it? Uh-huh. Okay, so like anytime, like I just say, like while I'm driving, you know, pull up um, voice recorder or whatnot, and it'll start recording. Um, so is that you're hands free? Okay. Um, so yeah, so I do that from time to time because I do like it's so much stuff that be going on my mind. I be like, oh my god, why can't I just stop? Okay, I just stop. Um, so like, did you ever write like out of emotion? Like, did you ever like? Because I know you said you were driving and things like that. So did you ever have a thought that just came across and it was like? I gotta stop everything that I'm doing. I don't care what it is, but I need to write this down. I need to do it. Yeah, I would say. And which part was that? <laughs> I was trying to be nosy. Yeah. <laughs> no, with with that, honestly, that's in one of the upcoming books. Okay. Because with all of the things that are happening with our um, our race, mm-hmm. you know that. Me having young boys, yeah. young men, yeah. that really is what fueled my my yeah. other book yeah. because that emotion is so raw. And it, it actually started with Trayvon Martin. Once Trayvon Martin happened, I started writing right. because you know that's just when we, t- we talk about fear, you know, but that's a different type of fear. Yeah. That's not yeah. something that you can control. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can't come out of a comfort zone. That's that's just not something that yeah, you can exactly. control. So yes, from that that birthed another book. Right. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. So um So at any point, um, did you do like a did you do like a rough draft for the book? Did you like I did several rough drafts? <laughs> okay. I did several rough drafts and you know, like I said, because I started over twenty years ago, this was back when floppy discs were yes, you know the yes, thing. Yes. And so I actually had to start I remember all over. Discs, okay. Yes. <laughs> I actually had to start all the way over because uh, the very first draft, the floppy disk got stuck in the computer, couldn't get it out. So uh, yeah, had to start all the way over. Wow. So there's been several rough drafts. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, that's why you have great friends. That's yeah, why you have you know yeah. people in your corner to read them and say, okay, no, we need yeah. to fix that. Or, oh, I love that idea. I love where you're going, but let's see, you know, what we can do different. So yeah, they had to change that a couple times. Okay, awesome. So did you self-publish or did you go through a publishing company? And I did self-publish. Yes. Okay. So um, you edited yourself also? Um, I did hire an editor. Okay. I did. Um, that was all right editing. And she was pretty good. She was pretty good. She gave me a lot of ideas and um, direction that I never even, it never even right. crossed my mind. So I'm glad that I hired her. Um, that was one of the great things that I did with that. But yes, I did hire an editor and I did self-publish. Okay, awesome. So how was the self-publishing process? And what made you self-publish versus publishing through a publishing company? <clears throat> I guess maybe you could call it selfishness. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I didn't want to have, I didn't want anyone else to have a say yeah. in my yeah. my rights, my um, process, um, the uh, all of the process, the vision. I didn't want anyone to right, have any right. say in that. So. I decided to self-publish, 
and that process has been very interesting, <laughs> to say the least. I see why publishing companies charge what they do because it's a lot of work. You know, it's a lot of um, a lot of legwork, a lot of bringing your own self into the forefront. Whereas, of course, that's what they would be doing for you. Um, but I'm glad that I did because now I know and now I understand, and I can help someone else go through the process. So. Exactly. It's very interesting, but I'm glad I did it. Okay, so would you <laughs> recommend self-publishing versus publishing through a publishing house? Well, again, I think it depends on the person. You know, what it depends on what your vision is. Mm-hmm. If you feel like you need that type of input and you need um, that type of help, then go for it. You know, and if you have the funds, go for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you feel like are like me and you want to keep that vision to yourself and then just hire someone to edit and make the little tweaks that need to be done, then self-publishing is where you need to go. Okay, awesome. So as a new author for someone who's starting to write, um, what is something that they should Google? Like, what should they Google? <laughs> you know, Google our best friends. It is. It's amazing how Google has turned into, yes. you know, the new dictionary or right who is everything, everything. <laughs> um, what should you google as a writer um, how to start okay just you know there are a lot of blogs out there to talk about how to start writing mm-hmm. and that is an excellent excellent place to start um, I would say google <coughs> google the pros and cons because it's out there the pros and cons mm-hmm. of publishing and self-publishing and that can help you also with your decision on whether or not you know which direction you want to go so yeah definitely both of those i would say okay awesome so have you did a blog of your own about the differences between self-publishing and publishing and the pros and cons of it i have a blog but i have not (laughs) done the differences and the pros and cons but uh, that is definitely something I'm, I'm going to put out there because I think it helps. Yeah. It definitely helps, yeah. you know, to give people that um, that idea of where to go. Right. So yeah, I have a blog, but it's not that's not on there yet. Okay, okay, <laughs> yeah, because I mean, the most thing about it, like as an author, you are trying to get into people's lives. You're trying to place yourself in their lives. Right. So you want to give them as much um, information and education as possible for them to actually say, okay, I love this book. I love all the information that she's provided, that she's presented, and, you know, I really want to support her. I want to come back and, you know, do as much as possible so that right. I can be able to help her. And that's how you get those winning fans and raving fans who continue to, you know, post you all over the place. So that's awesome. Um, I I've never thought about writing a book. Um, I had a lot of people who say, you should write a book, you should write a book. And I'm just like, y'all, I'm not, I, like, I'm a writer. I love to write. Um, I love to blog. But I just don't think that I am, I don't think that I want to write a book. Like, I I was like, okay, it's an epidemic of everybody writing books pretty much right now. <laughs> it so it's like, like yeah. yeah, so it's like, okay, I don't really want to write a book. I'm not, you know, I'm not there yet. And I don't think I would ever be there and you can't you know force or convince somebody to write a book no matter how how you know dramatic their lives have been it's like you can't get me to write a book I don't write a book um and I'm more like of a visual person so instead of a writing a book I would probably do like a screenplay or something like that to take the place of the book because that writing process I think that I would be more 
together when it comes to filming and telling people, okay, this is, yeah, uh-huh. what to do instead of writing everything down, which I have to write it down in order for them to get it anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty much writing a book. Okay. So is there anything else that you would like our listeners to know about emerging as an author, about breaking your fears, um, getting outside of your own way, um, and allowing you to, you know, get into the light that you need to be in to become a successful author or to become anything um, that you put your mind to? Definitely. Just do not. It's so easy on a daily basis for us to get in our own way. We overthink things all the time. But if it is your vision, if it is your, your passion, just step out there. You know, the worst thing that can happen is that you can fall. But as long as you are willing to pick yourself back exactly. up again, then you can just keep moving forward. So exactly. that's that's what would be my advice. Just get out there. Okay, awesome. So for our listeners um, and our audience that are not here in Atlanta, will you be doing any touring, um, any book tours, any out? of the city activities that you'll be doing in 2020? Oh, I would love to. <laughs> I don't have anything scheduled okay. just yet. Okay. Um, I, like I said, I will be in Houston okay. um, in October 2020 for okay. the um, Auburn Book Urban Book Fair, okay. Book Festival. And then Essence is in what, Essence July? Essence is in July. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that'll be in New Orleans, but as far as a book tour, no, I don't have one planned yet. Maybe 2021. That way I can push both both books. All right, okay, part one and part two. And part two, exactly. Okay, yes, yes. Okay, can you tell everyone your social media handles and your website again and how they can purchase your book? Sure. So social media, you can follow me on all platforms at tttalesitall. And my website is www.officialadrianalafay.com. And you can purchase the book either on the website or Amazon. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you guys for listening up today. It was awesome speaking with you, Adriana. Yes, I always I love doing this. Like this is like the the most fulfilling thing in my life on a daily basis. Um, But guys, if you are listening, I hope you guys learned something from Miss Adriana. And if you have any questions, always feel free to reach out to her or myself, um, and continue to listen to our podcast. Again, this is Trina B with Girl Let's Talk Atlanta, and I look forward to speaking and chatting with you guys soon. Thank you. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes.